Welcome to the Ideal Network Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your hosts Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingles. Make sure you check us out by clicking on the Ideal Network Radio Show link on buildingfortunesradio.com. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. The short version of the word ideal in Ideal Network stands for I do everything around life, love, liberty, and laughter. And there's much more. Thanks for listening in and share this with the people that are most important to you. Now on to our show with Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingles. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. It's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. For anybody that might be unfamiliar with my voice, my name is Peter Mingles still. I am, well, it's just Peter Mingles, but it's still Peter Mingles. So it's Peter Mingles. We started this way back in 2012, beginning part of 2013. I wanted a platform to be able to host uh, different people's opinions and different things. And I wanted something that I could own so it could not be taken away from me. And that's what we basically did. And especially now, with uh, misinformation, malinformation, disinformation, whatever they're going to call it, we really needed to make sure that we had something that we could preserve on our own. So when we started this, I was looking for some guest speakers that could help us. And one of the first people that I called was Darlene Sartori. She runs the Ideal Network, and she's just a real good person. She's a hard worker. She's got her feet grounded on level ground. She's someone who's older, and what I mean by that is as older, meaning more how would I say, more uh, traditional and conservative and, you know, uh, co- more moral values, core values are more in line with the things that I'm looking for. So family is important, community is important, communication is important, legacy is important, all of that stuff is important. So uh, we started to do these radio shows way back when, and uh, I've been helping her along with m- many different things. And we just started recently, besides the Ideal Network radio show, we also started to do a website, which was easy for her to post to. And then another website that we're working on is like a resources website. So besides posts, you can also put down like resources, like where do you go when you need something? And then, you know, we'll talk about today well, whatever we're going to talk about on the radio show. But we're already through, if you will, the second month of 2024, which I can't believe. Um, But we are already here, and chances are then, if I can't believe it, we're already probably a little bit behind. And having said that, we're going to talk to Darlene Sartori as we're getting ready for spring over here in Florida and certainly over in Indiana. So, Darlene, thanks for being here on your own radio show. Oh, thank you, Peter, for hosting this and coming up with the idea of taking this project and um, in expanding it uh, into having a – bully pulpit sometimes or just a a life in the uh, days of our lives, um, which used to be one of my favorite sitcoms a long time ago. And somebody uh, in the family mentioned the other day, uh, do you follow that sitcom or that? uh, I said, what are you talking about? And she said, well, you know that, uh, what was it called? Oh, I mean, days of our lives, and I and she said, yeah, yeah. She said, do you still follow that? And I said, well, not since they took it off of the TV uh, and put it onto a streaming. I kind of wasn't ready to make that leap um, in uh, making some shifts. So sometimes we leave things behind. Although the reason that I 
kept watching the days of our lives because my mother and her sister used to write about it no matter where we were at on the planet. My mother and my Aunt Nellie would, um, the two, Aunt Mamie, and, or my mother Mamie and Aunt Nellie, would be conversing about days of our lives. So instead of gossiping about our families, they gossiped about the sitcom. And so that kind of gave me, I guess, a background of learning how to look at life through the lens of maybe a storytelling or experiences that people, other people might have that we can share. And that's probably the reason that I have such a massive, massive, massive library <clears throat> that uh, to the point that when my um, great-granddaughter, one of my great-granddaughters who hadn't been out here for a while, stopped by yesterday with her daddy, uh, with, who had just bought a, uh, I guess you call it a three-wheeler. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but <laughs> he had brought, just bought it, and he pulled it out here in the trailer, and he says, I want to give this a shot out here on the hillside. And if it works out uh, that uh, she likes to play on it and ride with me, I'll get her one that's a smaller one. And so um, this kind of brought my brain back to some of the things we had talked about doing out here on the planet, uh, on this piece of the property that we have on this planet. Um, And that is having some of these um, off-road type vehicles where children can learn to grow with uh, the idea of living in a fast-moving, fast-paced world. Um, And I'm talking about, have you ever thought about what our life would be like without wheeled vehicles? And I got to thinking about this the other day. Um, Yes, I love to fly. Uh, I think that's a great thing, but it's not something that the everyday person gets the opportunity to do. But most people on our planet get the opportunity to um, uh, to drive a vehicle with wheels on it, whether it be a tricycle or a, a little scooter of some sort. Uh, maybe when we were young, we got, uh, if you can remember back to the time before you were really walking, maybe you had a a little walker that you got to play around in. And, um, you know, so if you stop and think about how many things on our planet have impacted our lives as much as wheels have, you might get an idea of what I'm talking about when I talk about resources. What are some of the things that have been resources that have helped us to create an ever better world to live in and ones that have created um, not so great a condition. Um, So I would kind of like to have that be a part of a topic that we talk about as we begin developing these ideal resources. That's exactly what I would like for them to be. What is it that will help us to do things around what is life-empowering resources? Not things that will make excuses for bad behavior, but ones that will provide us with being as good or as great as we can be. 
well, just before um, this session started today, we have a, uh, a what we call a Urantia Cafe that meets on Wednesdays. Um, actually, now I guess it's like every other Wednesday because now they've gone to doing Tuesday, Thursday, um, and uh, Sunday, and then they do a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So every other week I have to watch the clock really, really carefully because I only get to attend a little, about 55 minutes of that session because it's time then for us to start the radio show. And so the question is, which is more valuable to me? Well, they both have very high priorities, but I do know that they've recorded the session, so I will be able to hear what others have said um, as after I have left. Well, today's topic was uh, covering paper 47, and that's where it talks about the mansion worlds is one of the topics within it. And one of the things that it talks about um, in this session is what do you go through on your learning experiences in the mansion worlds? Um, there is uh, a lot of people who think, well, when you, you know, when you pass on from this life and you leave this life, this biological body, that you go from here to uh, heaven or hell. Well, according to the Urantia papers, there's a long ascension between one or the other. And, uh, and so when I began asking this dynamic of what are we looking for for things that are ideal, remember that the word life and love and liberty and laughter and legacy and all those wonderful L words was what guided me to being able to do what I desire to do. And so the um, when we were talking uh, in the beginning, one of the individuals um, pointed out uh, one of my favorite uh, sessions, uh, papers, is the one uh, that's 160, and that one talks about Rodin's uh, uh, thoughts about his meeting with Jesus and the art of living is part of a section in there. And that's in one paper, 160 in the second section. And it talks about um, the essentials in the factors of living a higher levels in the art of living. And that has been something that while I've gone through life, uh, I've been very, very acutely aware of what is it that is the higher ideals in the art of living. Um, and so one of the things that I was missing in some of the dynamics that I felt like was I did not have firsthand experience um, as an adult working with um, people that were um, had fallen into maybe we'd say the criminal element or the addictions and things like this. Um, so I was kind of, as I talked about before, uh, I went to the Philippines when I was six years old, and that's when I first asked the why questions. That was the war-torn area, Philippines, and I've never stopped asking why do people do these horrible things to each other. And then I was able to go to Japan, 
Um, and of course, that was uh, we were. I visited, you know, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Um, and uh, one of the places that uh, my we were close to in Misawa, where we were uh, stationed in Misawa Air Force Base um, in Japan, northern Honshu of Japan, was a place called Lake Tawada. Um, at T O T O W A D I I think it is or O. Um, anyway. Um, as uh, we uh, would go up into the mountains in this wonderful, beautiful, crystal clear lake, and it was so pristine, uh, and it was so peaceful, and uh, that was an area that I loved to go when we were in Japan. And so those were two areas of my life that had a great impact on me, uh, being, you know, being a World War II baby, um, and then the, living the aftermath of the the tragedies of that war, um, and then living through wonderful places, two places, one that was totally devastated by those who were uh, part of the Japanese, and to be able to be in Japan um, and not have any feelings of um, uh, unhappiness or blame, or I had a a comprehension early on in life that bad things happen because of leadership that often is not of the quality that would be life empowering. And I don't know about those of us in the 2024 uh, era that we are now dealing with uh, and seeing what we are dealing with in the political scene. Uh, and what's happening with uh, the uh, high level of crime and et cetera by not keeping the quality of the people allowed to live among us is very much a big area that we're dealing with. And if you've been watching today's uh, 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 news or the last week or the last couple weeks, you know that we're talking a lot about the election that will be coming up uh, that we're going to be dealing with, and I don't know about you, um, I don't want to get real heavily into politics, but when I sit back at it and I look at it, and I'm thinking that this is what our planet is offering as our leadership for what was to be one of the leading uh, countries on this planet. Now, I'm just extremely grateful that I was born an American uh, and have families that are very much uh, appreciative of the Native Americans, a family that has been very much appreciative of every culture on this planet and the diversity that each of us have. Because it's from that diversity that often if we look for the best of the best, of what has come out of those cultures, instead of looking at the worst, we might be able to find a way to have an ideal society in which to live. So when we were talking today on our topic of our session just before this one, is what is it that we take with us on our next level in the mansion world? You know, what is it that we are in, et cetera, So I got to thinking about that, and I think that basically one of the first things that I would think about that we take with us 
is this level of attitude of gratitude. What were the things that I really enjoyed about this planet? And what would I have done if I had it to do over again? And so I like the fact that we as human beings have that ability to every day rewrite our worth, our life. If you don't like what you're doing today, if you don't like the conditions that you're living in, what are you doing about it to change it? So that's kind of where I'd like to go with our resources, with this new project that Peter is helping um, to put together with us, is these ideal resources. How can you correct, if you are currently dealing with the legal system and you've done something that has gotten you into a situation uh, to be running afoul of this uh, very unjust system that we have, um, we need to begin correcting it and calling it a justice system again instead of an unjust system. Because I've kind of made it a hobby over the last few years to uh, go and watch uh, what goes on in the courtrooms. Uh, and the level of incompetence that I see sitting um, in that, uh, those, uh, in both the judges and the attorneys and the lack of proper representation from, uh, that the people are getting, uh, there is no such thing as being innocent until proven guilty. You are now guilty until you prove yourself innocent. Well, if you haven't done something, how do you prove that you didn't do it? Um, anyway, I have seen over the ideals um, that um, I've encountered some things that we need to be addressing. And so this is what led me into the jail to job program. This is what led me into developing the homeless shelter programs and many of the things that I did uh, for the last 20 years or so of my life. Because as my children grew into adulthood and began uh, <clears throat> developing their relationships um, and then having children and seeing uh, the world that my grandchildren and great-grandchildren are growing up in now, it is very disheartening to see uh, it's not that um, era that I would like to see them dealing with. While they may have a lot of big play toys uh, and they may have parents that can afford to buy some of these bigger play toys, what about all the small, inexpensive toys that they could be making or learning to play with? So I see a great diversity within my own children and my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. I see some of those who have, who have really <clears throat> made a very um, when you say prosperous life for themselves, uh, moral ethics, um, and yet at the same time uh, not often putting a great priority on how to replicate, how to create an ideal civilization which to live, to really give it some serious thought. And so when I made the decision to start participating with creating a chaplain's course it came about after a real year of serious reflection as to what can I do with my life to be able to make it um, helpful 
as I will be turning 80 years old in October of this year, I will uh, be very much thinking about how can I, one lowly old woman, make a difference that might be helpful. And I think by creating some of the things that we have been creating, the Ideal Dynamics was my first email address that I started when I started on um, the dynamic of Gmail. Um, And uh, so I put idealdynamics at gmail.com because that was what I had started with when I saw the potential that I could use the computer and the Internet and things that we could do to be able to create a better environment to teach from. Because at that era, I had just come out of raising children that I had taken on their primary education. <clears throat> the Art of Living Academy uh, was the what our children named our school. Um, and we get, went on to then create the Art of Living Academy Child Care and Ministry. Um, and that was part of the Golden Rule Ministries that we still have in existence. And um, and we've been talking about do we want to change the name of some of the things that we've been using uh, because uh, some of the things that we've been doing have gotten vilified because we expect people to behave in an appropriate manner that is life-empowering and that we will not tolerate anyone living among us who is not being life-empowering. We will not put up with bullying. We will not put up with thievery. We will not put up with drug addictions on our property that are not being utilized as a way to get out of drug addiction. You can't bring drugs on our property. Uh, Legalized, uh, we have alcohol uh, that is legalized on our planet but there are people who do not responsibly use it. So therefore, that's a no-no. So where you live in your community and in your home, you have to build a relationship that really is life-empowering. And one of the things that I found in this working with the jail program in with inmates is the dynamic that they do not have the resources in most areas that will allow them to overcome the challenges that got them there in the first place. And a lot of the things is because you just ran afoul to uh, something that you don't believe in. And it's just like uh, those who are um, into, um, let's say, smoking marijuana. Okay. Um, In some states, it's a, it's, okay for medicinal marijuana or to have it as recreational. So it makes more sense to me that if this is something that you feel like that you need for your life, because I have been involved with people that they do better when they have the natural marijuana and hemp in order to keep their bodies balanced. Now, do I know a whole lot about this industry? Well, I've done a lot of research on it, but I don't firsthand work with it. But I send people to a state where it's legal. You do not do it in the state of Indiana because it's not legal here. Now, go 12 miles uh, one way or the other here. 
uh, you'll be in Illinois where it is legal. So to me, that's not a huge sacrifice for somebody that needs something in order to balance them. And so we have one of our gentlemen uh, who has very badly did with multiple personalities. And uh, the only thing that has helped him, they put him on some really horrible, horrible thing called Suboxone, and that was more addictive and more harmful than anything, and he finally got himself off of that. But he has refused to go the 12 miles and move over to Illinois where he can get something and be working with a doctor that can prescribe him what he needs for his body. So what I'm seeing in these ideal resources, while they may be ideal in one area, we may find that they won't work in another area because of the culture or the current laws that we might have to get involved with. So I know I've kind of yammered on, but what I wanted to do was to pull together some real-life scenarios to get you to start thinking about what would be some of the ideal resources that will be in your community in your families that you have access to that if you could bring them forth and have them financed and, and, and brought into, re, into uh, operation, what would they be? Would they have as much valuable value as the wheel had in the United States and around the planet? So if you think about, um, you know, well, maybe my ideals aren't that great, you would stop and think about just how much life might change if one of the ideals you thought of got into production. So we will be looking at the level of production. We'll be looking at how we can bring about those resources uh, so that we can create ideal families because as the family goes, so goes the civilization. So there's a lot of things that we're going to be working with over the next couple years as we shift towards really looking into what are the solutions. So one of the things that um, I had written down here, <clears throat> that um, the ideal evolution of worlds, and we're talking about paper 47, is what we've been studying today. So if you're following along with some of the things that we're talking about, and one of the things that I brought out uh, to begin working with is a book called Leadership and the New Science, Learning About Organization from an Orderly Universe. So uh, this is written by Margaret J. Wheatley, W-H-E-A-T-L-E-Y, um, and it is one that uh, when uh, I started looking into how there has to be a better way, my first thing is who has been saying the same thing. And so I have a massive library that I have uh, um, amassed, and I'm always going back through and saying, who is doing what, where, now? In other words, what's Margaret writing about now? What is she doing? Because that, that was an area that really helped me to begin thinking in a different realm about the type and quality of leadership that we have. And I'm not too sure that I even like the word leadership, but it is an L word, and, uh, but, and sometimes somebody has to set the way. And so I often think about when I talk, talk about uh, the word leadership, think about you have to have somebody cutting the way through the jungle. It's much, much easier 
uh, to go through a jungle. If you never don't know what I'm talking about, uh, about a jungle, then kind of go and look at one and begin to realize just how challenging it is to make your way through a jungle that is so massively overgrown that you can't get one step without hacking it apart, um, the weeds and et cetera, and see how we've got around our area here, we've gotten that growing up around our creek bank, bank is we can't even walk the beautiful creek banks any longer because invasive species have grown up. So these are things that you begin to realize what weeds are growing in your garden, what weeds are growing in your grass that should be maybe not be there. Um, and, of course, you know, I don't know about you, but dandelions are wonderful, but I don't like them all through my yard. But if you like to pick dandelions and make dandelion wine or fry some dandelions, they're good for you. So there are things that are we need to learn how to balance our life is what I'm saying. So uh, I see we're just about out of time. So if you want to get a hold of me, you know, you can reach me at 812-664-7419. Again, 812-664-7419. And so if you'd like to help work with us on this ideal research that uh, we're going to be doing in order to find out what resources that we need to address in all of the various different counties, and uh, communities that we might be working with. The first one I'll be working with, of course, is the jail to job area is because I feel like there's a lot of people that are in um, our jails that do not need to be there that would be much better uh, out doing something uh, that would be productive. And once they find something that's productive to do, maybe they won't be uh, running afoul of the system again. So back to you, Peter, and let you round it up. Excellent information. For those people that are unfamiliar with Darlene, if you go back to buildingforgerradio.com forward slash ideal, you'll be able to hear the previous radio shows that we've done, and we're putting together the website. You'll be able to take a look at idealresources.network. As the, um, now, this is a brand-new website, so it's just being put together. There's some draft uh, examples there right now that are just, you know, like I said, some draft examples. But if you go to idealresources.network in the future, you'll be able to see the different resources that Darlene is talking about to be able to help those people that, you know, need the help, and they probably can't figure a lot of this stuff out on their own. So we'll be able to use everybody's level of expertise to be able to help as many people as we can. So on that note, we're going to say thanks for being here, and uh, we'll be back in March of 2024 on the Ideal Network. We'll see everybody next time. Marching forward. You've been listening to the Ideal Network Radio Show on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website to hear more statements with Darlene Sartori and Peter Meagles. Darlene encourages everyone to join the Ideal Network so you can say, I live the ideal life, where I do everything around life, love, liberty, and laughter. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. Darlene, Peter, and I want to say thanks for listening and ask you to spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. 
Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.